today, J Talk Live, episode probably 17. Um, well, today we got Jalen Agnew on the pod. Uh, Big East Player of the Year, scoring title winner, Big East, uh, leading uh, NCA in free throw percentage, you know, the whole thing. Um, excited to have her on. Jalen, Jalen Agnew. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Uh, today we are going to talk to Jalen about her uh, high school career, her very storied high school career, going into her phenomenal college career that she led at Creighton, and finally what the plans are for Jalen in the future. <laughs> so here we are um you know like i said in the pod that'll also come out we switch just like we switch from real learning to digital learning we're switching from uh live podcasting to digital podcasting and uh <laughs> Tiger and, Tiger and I are here today with Jalen. Um, you know, just going through really weird end of your season. We'll start off with that. I mean, how, how'd that feel? I mean, it can't feel good, obviously. Yeah, it was definitely a struggle. I was mm-hmm. actually in my high school gym, like shooting around, um, trying to stay in shape for the NCAA tournament, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. And my Apple Watch like started going off and I was like, what's oh. happening? It was the same day as like when our men played and their game mm-hmm. got yeah. cut off at halftime. So I kind of had some thoughts, but my, my like initial reaction was that the worst thing that they could do would be to postpone it like a couple weeks. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like the, the, the worst thing that they could do. So then when I see that it's canceled, I was like, holy crap, like there's no way. And so, yeah, I was definitely upset. as a mix of emotions. I was upset, frustrated, disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, those first like four days, I would say stung a little bit, but, um, also now I obviously didn't know the severity of the coronavirus at that time. Yeah, either, no, so, exactly. I don't think anybody really did. Yeah. yeah. So obviously now it's in hindsight, it's much, much better that they did mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, in terms of safety and health of everyone. But looking at, like when you first heard about it, of course I was not thrilled. Yeah, about definitely. It. I think, I feel like one of the like weirdest things too, is that like, everyone found out at a, I mean, relatively the same time, like you, it, it wasn't the a biggest, big enough span between coach plan and like all the coaches hearing it to you hearing it. Exactly. Or like he could get something in and like email you or like get a call going or something like yeah. relatively, you heard it first from Twitter yep. news, all that stuff. And I think that's the weirdest part. Cause that happened. I mean, my brother plays D three athletics and it was the same thing where like yeah. all everyone found out not from, really where you want to find out it is like exactly. it's like an offset of how quick it happened and i mean yeah the men found out at halftime you yeah. kind of you knew that it was going to be canceled because every other major yeah. conference did it but like i mean it's just such a weird it's such a weird jump because nobody's um, seen anything like it before yeah it reminded me of like um how are you saying like hey we saw it on twitter it reminded me of like mm-hmm. when like nba players get traded and they find out like oh yeah like the d rose one when he's when he's yeah. on the phone and he's like wait no it's yeah. like it's don't bring that up exactly. that was that was a bad day in my life when d rose got traded <laughs> that was Chicago, a bad day of my life i found out via text too i remember who sent me the text <laughs> i remember i've never i've never played any high level of athletics but the d rose trade 
when I found out via text, hit me very hard. But man, but man, that's probably the biggest text that I've gotten. So I can't imagine what it was like when, uh, obviously you have this historic career at Creighton and uh, you're looking forward to an NCAA tournament run. You guys had a good team this and year. Which it was going to be a run. Like, I mean, big, you guys played tough teams this year, like played really well in those games. I mean, even in, what was it, Mexico? Um, yep. What do you guys, 3-0 and or 2-0? and Oh, yep, 2-0. And, uh, I mean, just poised going into the season, winning the season, played really well. And then, uh, yeah, that to end. It was nice that you guys got in the Big East tournament, though. Uh, yeah. I was happy about that because, like, otherwise, I mean, just having no postseason would be. Yeah, know, exactly. That's, but, what, um, that's what we were talking about, too. I just wish mm-hmm. one thing I wish that would have happened was that they would have done, like, a selection show just to see if we, like, had actually. I know, and they did. They denied yeah. it for both. Um, yeah. But this, I wish there was a selection so because I wanted to see. I mean, especially, like, you guys fell where all the men's teams fell. Like, you just want to see because that's a good sense of closure if you can't play. Um, exactly. Then everybody's claiming. I mean, you guys could claim that you won the women's NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like else is, um, One of the things that stood out to both Blake and I was how accomplished of a high school athlete that you are. Can you talk about how, uh, like, uh, your approach to being a multi-sport athlete and how maybe that helped you at the college level playing basketball? Yeah. So. Um, I started, I'm trying to think of when I started all three. I started doing track in middle school and I had done volleyball maybe like a year before middle school, but I had played basketball since I was like five. And so um, I didn't want to just play basketball. So um, I wanted to do something else. You know, my parents, I think, wanted me to also <laughs> be more active mm-hmm. and not just rely on basketball. So I started volleyball and, and track in middle school, um, just kept with it. And um you know, people always ask me my favorite. They used to ask me my favorite, like in high school, and I would say, I would say whatever, whichever I was playing at the time, because mm-hmm, I just enjoyed them all so much. Um, but yeah, like you said, they all um, track and volleyball has helped with basketball tremendously. Um, I think one in terms of um, my physical abilities, like not the wear and tear of doing the same exercises or same movements all the time. Um, mm-hmm different ways to be explosive, like in track coming off the blocks or in my, in high jump, like I did, um, volleyball with jumping and footwork, different stuff like that. And so I think they all help, they all help each other in a way and definitely have helped me in basketball. Um, especially freshman year when you're first getting there and you're not used to just playing basketball 24 mm-hmm. seven. And so, um, being able to kind of rely on those types of things, um, definitely helped in the long run. Yeah, so we saw um, Andover High School. Yep, Andover, yeah. And uh, so how does the classifications work? Where are you at in 5A in how big um, schools? Yeah, so 5A is the second highest. We go up to 6A, but Andover was like Mm -hmm. the smallest, one of the smallest 5As. We probably had 860 kids maybe, I think. Mm -hmm. So I feel like – I tell everyone this, at least I, I knew everyone in my class, like for sure. There yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. And I knew pretty much a lot of people in the school as well. So it wasn't super big. Yeah. So to do three sports at, I mean, the second biggest class in Kansas, that's bigger than, that's bigger than 4A in Iowa, right, Tiger? Uh, yeah, I would say it so. Probably I is. would say so. Classification wise. Three sports is a lot. That's a lot. Because a lot of the kids that I know 4A are Tiger year two sport. 
a lot of guys are football, basketball, mm-hmm. guys, like I don't, three sports is a lot. Three sp- mm-hmm. I mean, mine was small, so it's a lot different, but um, three sports is a lot. And so Ty- Tiger pulled this one. I, I didn't even notice it. Uh, four, four times state champ high jump. Yeah. How does, uh, that's crazy to just, how, what was the pressure like going in every year? Um, just after uh, freshman year, I guess. Yeah, so after freshman year, well, it's kind of funny because I, I tell myself, well, I think at least I got worse every year because I started out mm-hmm. jumping super high, and then every year my highest jump was, like, lower than the previous year. Really? <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of funny. But, yeah, so freshman year, honestly, you just go out there, you just start jumping, you want to have fun, whatever. And then, um, and then, so actually my freshman year, I was, like, I think I'm pretty sure I was, like, a, like all-American in high school for, for high jump. Wow. I was, like – top something that's awesome thanks yeah but so that was my freshman year so like was that the point when you realized like oh I'm really good at high jump or did you like I feel like in middle school for us at least middle school track didn't really I mean nobody even what times are right I guess (laughs) yeah like well it was crazy because I had like a huge jump between middle school and high school like my eighth grade I'm pretty sure like my eighth grade year my highest jump was like five four like legit Mm -hmm. five four and then my freshman year I jumped 510 and so there was a huge jump there um and so yeah it it just every year my senior year it was obviously the one I felt the most pressure with because it's like your last year and you're like well Mm -hmm. I lose this year like yeah yeah so uh, my senior year um but yeah just going through Mm -hmm. I just was trying to like have fun enjoy it think about like what was in front of me like because obviously during that track season, um, there's some preseason tournaments for basketball, like in the summer. And, and so um, it's definitely yeah. difficult to, um, to kind of get that out of your head um, and try to focus on what's in front of you with track. But yeah, that senior year is definitely the most, <laughs> most pressure I felt, I think. So I had to get over, was it five, six or five, eight to win. And I mm-hmm. got over it and um I just like cried because I was like, all right, I'm done. Like I did it. Yeah, <laughs> like, You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, I could still jump more, but I was like, okay, at least I did it. Like I don't even care if I missed mm-hmm. it to whatever, but yeah. So yeah, it was fun, mm-hmm. but kind of crazy. And like you said, lots some pressure, but I didn't feel at the time until mostly my senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you, uh, when did you commit to playing basketball for Creighton? Um, I committed, I think the july before my senior year i believe so okay um, and you have you have the perfect name for someone coming to creighton too i mean right? Jalen. <laughs> uh, you spell it perfectly it's no j-a-l uh j-a-y blue Jalen. yeah it was funny so my um my high school um colors are also blue and white um and so I told my my parents, I was like, "Hey, you don't have to change your wardrobe at all." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. know, I went from maroon and white to blue and white. So okay, my, yeah. I can't even wear maroon anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was it was a nice like J J is now a J, so it's kind of easy that in that aspect. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an easy graduation uh, graduation party stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. So then moving on to college. Um, you, I, I really didn't even realize it until probably like halfway through the season that you're, you're actually a fifth year mm-hmm. senior. So 
Tiger and I, we don't want to be 50 or seniors. <laughs> that would be not good. That would be yeah. not good for any of us on, on our stature. But how is, how is that like, I guess you figured it out your freshman year when you were red shirt, shirted, but um, how has that been? Or like, just explain that to us a little bit. Yeah. So obviously coming in, um, you're the best on your club team. You're the best in your high school team. So you want to play and just have an impact of some sort. And mm -hmm. so um, our, my coaches approached me about redshirting and I had like, obviously never thought of that before. So I was like really debating it. But at the same time we had, I'm pretty sure we had 15 girls in the team. Um, really? A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of, um, sophomores who had played last year and then obviously the juniors and seniors who were more experienced and so I thought about it more and I was like you know like I don't think I'm going to play much this year at all if I would so I feel like redshirt is probably my best option um mm -hmm. and then I can like I also came in as a twig I was so small um <laughs> I'm like so I'm like 5'11 I weighed like 135 pounds coming in <laughs> coming into college and so I was like I could use this year um you know, get stronger, just more skill work, and then also possibly get my master's if I want to do that. And so I had yeah. some from high school. So I was like, you know, I think it'll be a good idea. And like everyone after that, they like asked me about redshirting. I'm like, it was like the best decision I think I like ever made mm -hmm. in terms of like college wise, because I got to get stronger. I gained like 20 pounds. Um, I worked on skill work, you know, um, finishing my master's right now, like this this term yeah that's a, that's a pretty big step because you get to still be involved in like doing stuff on campus instead of yeah. like just being in the master's program and like going to the games like you're actually still playing them while you're yeah. finishing up your school exactly yeah and so redshirting was yeah I tell everyone like if they have the opportunity or like especially like it's it wasn't when I when I like heard obviously that's five years ago which seems like a really long time but um mm -hmm. obviously when I um, I hadn't heard really much about, um, there's my mom walking in the back. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> mom, stop talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, no, you're, but, no you're, it's, um, it's not a big deal at all. When, um, when I had heard about redshirting, like I, I always heard of like men's like football, obviously redshirting or mm. in basketball, but, and I hadn't really heard of like many women women red shirts besides like transfer mm -hmm. that had to sit out obviously and so um I was like you know like I, th I think this will be a good thing whatever and then so now people that ask me about red shirting I'm like honestly do it if you can like you can grow so much in terms of just like like I said basketball wise school wise maturity wise mm -hmm. like there's just mm -hmm. so many obstacles that like it helps with so I definitely yeah. do not make that decision one bit did redshirting help you? Uh, obviously, you come back with your next uh, your next year. You win Big East Freshman of the Year, right? Would you say that attributes some of that to having a whole year with the team before you get to work out with them, even though uh, maybe you're not playing? Oh, for sure, definitely. Um, like as as a redshirt, I was over there with with Blake, and I'd be on the gray squad every single practice. So oh yeah, gray yeah. squad. So. <laughs> I'm guarding Audrey who came in was like a monster from her freshman year. I guarded Audrey and I guarded Marissa Janning who won biggest player of the year. Like Sydney Lamberty, I was guarding all these people who were like super good. So they also helped me mm -hmm. in that. But I had to guard them every single day and I wasn't playing, but I was still learning. And then also just getting to know the program, how 
plan worked, how our, how our offenses ran, different stuff like that. And so that year, like I said, just was so much growth and definitely got me more acclimated to how like Creighton plays and um, mm-hmm. definitely helped that freshman year being able to get um, big East freshman of the year. Yeah, it's um from my experience of being around it, it's a pretty I mean the team just like team's awesome and then the coaching staff is insanely awesome too. They're all coach one of coach is Creighton alum, Coach Chevy is, and then uh Coach Carly and Coach Linda are both really young, just like basketball heads who just know everything. Like mm-hmm. it seems like a pretty fun group to be in coach wise too. For um, sure. Just playing under them. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Like so Carly actually went to Creighton too. Um, oh really? Yep. And then Linda, she played against Chevy when they when she played at Drake. Um, and then Jenny went to, played at Creighton as well under Connie, and Flan was the assistant. So like literally everyone's like it's associated. Home, it's like a homegrown team basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But they're so fun and like they keep it real like for sure. But like I can mm-hmm. go up there any day to the offices and they'll be like, Hey, what's up? Like, what are you doing? you want to go get mm-hmm. lunch or like you know something random like that and so they're just so fun to be around and obviously you know they joke all the time like in practice but they can yeah. also, they can also be serious and like you mm-hmm. know it's, it's game time type stuff so yeah they're, they're just a fun group going into your senior year did you think you'd like I mean obviously you train on it like you always think you're going to do like the best you can possibly do but like did you did you think you'll go biggest player of the year I, I assume you had something you knew you'd do really well in the free throws because I saw a tweet. Tiger and I both saw the tweet of a hundred straight, a hundred straight question mark, question mark, question mark at some point. Yep. At, at some point, I don't, honestly, that would have been, I'm trying to think. I think that hundred straight was actually like my freshman or sophomore year. Or it might've been sophomore really? year. Yeah. And it was when, because my, so my position, the position coach is Chevy. And so, um, my red shirt year, I'd have like three workouts, four workouts a week with her on top of practice just mm-hmm. because I'm trying to like work on skill work and stuff. And so there'd be some days or like, or yeah, some days or weeks where she'd be like, all right, today we're only going to do free throws. Like we had a hard two days, the last couple, the last couple days, whatever. I'm like, all right, sure. And so, um, yeah. So one day I just was shooting them, you know, stone, stone cold <laughs> face, just like back, back and forth. Yeah. And so, so, but it was kind of funny. I I had never been like super great at free throws. Like I was pretty average. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like in high school too, I was probably shooting like seventies, which like I mean it's fine, but you probably mm-hmm. want to be like eighties, nineties. Um, and so, um, actually one of my dad's coaches from so my dad used to coach in high school, and um, he, he coached the women's team, and then the men's team coach um at his high school one time when I came back home he was like you got to get those numbers you got to get your free throw numbers up like and I just it's like always remember that but this year mm-hmm. I was like <laughs> so so yeah so but come into this year I I just so we have like preseason meetings with our coaches and um they just wanted me with last year not being so great they just wanted me to enjoy this year and so that was like my main focus this year um but I was definitely putting in work with Chevy I I stayed besides my freshman year I stayed every summer to do extra workouts with them really um, yeah and so I stayed like most of um July and a little into August to do um workouts with them um and so so yeah so I just was trying to 
enjoy it and whatever came of it would come of it. But I knew I was going to have to have a bigger role this year, you know, losing Audrey. So yeah, that was just my main focus this year going into it. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little Um, bit about your junior year with obviously a little bit injury ridden with your uh, knee injury and how did that, uh, how did what you experienced your junior year with that injury taken to your senior year? Was it extra motivation? Was it difficult physically? Was it difficult mentally? Yeah. So, so like you said, I had my knee injury um, preseason and then three, three games in, I injured my thumb. And so it felt like it was like everything was just back to back. And so obviously I was frustrated, but um, coming back from that, you know, your confidence weary, like was a little weary um, and it was on my shooting hand, my thumb. So it was just a mess kind of, but um, it was just a year of growth. I think mentally that was my biggest, biggest thing was no matter what would happen this year, I think um, coming, coming back from, from that just allowed me to, you know, what, whatever would happen this year, I could just, you know, pursue through it because I had already been through these injuries. So, yeah, I think just mentally, mental toughness wise, and then confidence wise too. Like I said, you come back, like you said, you come back and your stats aren't great. You know, you're shooting like terrible percentages. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I just had to get my confidence back. And that's where um, the, end, the end of the year definitely got better obviously as the injury got better and then into the summer, just working on it and making sure I was back up to that level I was before the injury. Yeah. So, um, Tiger brought this up. Um, so I guess we all know AP honorable mention, which is AP is probably the best honor you can get. Um, one of the best, uh, and Tiger, tell her our, our award for it. Well, we know that you're going into the WNBA draft. Uh, so, we want to let you know that a lot of those, a lot of the draft scouts, a lot of the teams, they're going to look at the awards. You're an AP honorable mention. We want to announce for the first time today that you are a J Talk Live first team All American. Wow, that's so first nice. Team, yep. We <laughs> don't hand it out to everyone. In fact, we've only handed it out to one person. And, uh, wow. So we're building our team. We're building our team, but I mean, wow. you're the captain. You're the captain. Wow, that's so nice. That's such an honor. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No problem. Right now, um, I think it's going to be the rest of the Creighton women's team. Uh, Blake <laughs> might get an honorable mention for the practice I squad. I need an honorable mention. Okay, yeah. I'll get a little honorable mention in there, uh, but we'll figure it out. Uh, wow, that's so nice. It, to, to flip it up, uh, kind of transitioned into it, can you talk about what's next for you uh, with your pursuit of basketball in the future? Yeah, so like you said, WNBA is coming up. The draft is April 17th on ESPN. Ooh. Um, oh wow that is really coming up yep it is (laughs) um so we'll see what happens that night you know hopefully some something good but um been talking with an agent um some agents will probably um sign one here soon um but yeah as far as that goes just getting my name out there kind of when that'll the agent will help with that but um Mm -hmm. If so, obviously with the coronavirus, we don't really know what's gonna come of the WNBA season at this moment. So, um, if you know something happens and they can't play this year, um, I'm gonna be focused on overseas. So a lot of I don't know if you guys know, but a lot of the WNBA players um, used to play overseas in their off season, um, but now with the new collective bargaining agreement, some of them might not. Um, so they're getting paid more, obviously, and so they won't need mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. them, but. Most I, at one point, I'm sure there was like 80 to 90 percent of WNBA players played overseas in the off season, and so 
um, like I said, if no matter what happens, I think I'll, I'll be doing that for sure. So sign an agent, I'll be getting, um, they're looking at the overseas players or overseas teams right now, seeing who needs who. And so that's, will be in the cards for sure. So wherever I go over there, it'll be super fun, but that's definitely my next mm-hmm. step with no matter what, but hopefully there's some good news with the WNBA stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we look forward to that. The Is the WNBA draft, uh, Blake and I did a little bit of research on it. It's three rounds, right? And then three rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many picks per round? Um, 12. Is it, 12. There's a, okay. So, yeah, so there's 12 teams, um, three rounds, 12 picks. So there's only 36 draftees. And um, with WNBA, it's a little difficult because there's only – so there's 12 teams and there's only 12 roster spots mm-hmm. per team. And so that's 144 people. And so with the new CBA, a lot of people, a lot of people who were going to retire stayed in probably. And so there's mm-hmm. not going to be as much roster spots. And so um, it's definitely one of the most difficult, I would say professional leagues to get into. Yeah. It's the smallest yeah. amount of, yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, not even, you know how like NBA first, first round draft picks are obviously lottery picks and they like get a contract right away. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. everybody even gets signed from first round. Nope. Cause the Iowa girl, Iowa girl from last, Gustafson. Yeah. She was, she got like cut right away. I think she, mm-hmm. she might be back on a team now, but I mean, national yes. player of the year, everything like mm-hmm. that. And yep, it just exactly. shows. Yeah. That's so, what I remember from it last year with, yeah. uh, with the draft is that, uh, it was shocking because she was just, she was talked up the whole year. She wins national player of the year. She gets drafted. And then all of a sudden she's cut from the team. It's like, whoa, what's going on there? Yeah. So mm. no one's even guaranteed anything. So it's definitely difficult. Um, but hopefully, like I said, hopefully there's some good news there. And depending on, cause training camp was supposed to start like April 26th, I think was the date. And obviously that's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. we'll see when, when everything gets pushed, pushed back or pushed up. So yeah, it's going to be kind of just a whirlwind when depending on what all this coronavirus stuff dies down. I mean, speaking of coronavirus, quarantine vibes, uh, what's going on? Favorite Netflix show, Breaking Bad? Yes. So I have Is a that getting a rewatch? I have, I have a caveat to that. So um, <laughs> that's my favorite Netflix show, I would say. Okay. Oh, but, yeah. It does say it does specify Netflix on it. Yes. Okay. So, but favorite like series like overall was pro- is probably Game of Thrones. Like, I love Game of Thrones. I have watched it twice, I'm pretty sure. I probably am going to watch it a third time. That's some dedication. Yes, it's so good. It's a lot of hours. um, (laughs) But, yeah, I've been watching a lot of stuff on Netflix, too, like random stuff, random movies. Um, I started – this is so embarrassing. I mean, it's not really embarrassing, but Gossip Girl, like, I watched that in, like, (laughs) a year, and I never finished it. I'm a big big advocate for Gilmore Girls. Okay, okay. See, I have – That's one of my shows for the last, like, year and a half, just – Crying that out a couple times a week. Yeah, um, exactly. But that's but, stuff like Gilmore Girls and like stuff I probably should have already watched that I haven't yet. Like all that mm-hmm. stuff's on my list. So I'll get, I'm sure I'll get to that at some point here, depending on how long this goes. <laughs> have you seen uh, mm-hmm. Semi Pro? Uh, yes, I have. Right now, Semi Pro. Such on a good the movie. <laughs> and I oh watched my gosh. It. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, that's it. how you should shoot free throws from now on. Maybe bring that up with. Uh, <laughs> with some of that at WNBA team say right? I kiss the ball twice. I go under the, yep. you know, um, 
So, like, I love Will Ferrell in, like, those, like, kind of types of movies. So, like, my favorite movies of all time are, like, Zoolander, Dodgeball. Like, those mm-hmm. movies are my absolute favorites. And so, mm-hmm. like, obviously, we've, with quarantine, we've been doing some, like, spring cleaning and stuff. And so, we had had to open this, like, um, this part of our, um, where you, like, keep your TV stand and whatever. And there's all these movies in there. And it was, like, Dodgeball, Zoolander, and all these. And I was, like perfect i was like now i can use all these because i haven't like i mean i watch them all the time but i haven't seen it recently i guess so mm-hmm. yeah what yeah, do you that's, guys do that's what... um, for your quarantine teen things i want a steady diet of ending ending the night with about three to four hours of video games <laughs> with the boys um it's always healthy mom loves loves, loves to nag at me for doing that i'm sure um, besides <laughs> that i mean it's it's boring times. It's boring times unless you can make yeah. it fun. Old yeah. quarantine. I've I've been on the same thing. <laughs> uh, I've I, I'm trying to convince myself that like, oh, it's uh, it's mental health video games. We're getting in the good, you know, just <laughs> hanging out with the friends for five hours or so. But it's just video with games. With uh, military guns. Yeah. 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 Mental health. But um, one thing. Yeah, that it's, I'm def- it's definitely to... something that. Oh, you go ahead, Jalen. What's Sorry, up? Um... Yeah, you go, Jalen. One thing I've done is I'm trying to learn the Rubik's Cube right now. So, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Had it right um, on the table. This one's yeah, weird, but you go ahead and keep going. <laughs> but I, so I can get one side and like, then like next level. But like after that, I need to like memorize it all, but it's pretty challenging. So that's what I'm going to try to focus on learning to do by memory. So that's a good party trick. It's a good little right? thing. You break it out, you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have a Rubik's cube in their like purse or back pocket? Like, right. you bring that everywhere. You got I, bring those to your uh, WNBA meetings. That Rubik's cube. He would do the Rubik's cube with to anyone that would want to see it when he was in like sixth grade. <laughs> and me being a fourth grader, I thought it was the coolest thing. That's the same. Thing. Tell everyone your brother can do it. Yeah, it's like that. That yo-yos. Um, <laughs> and like uh, can't like. There's one other. Well, for my school, it was like these balls that like, it looks like you're, it was a big uh, TV commercial thing. I can't, Fushigi maybe? Ah, though, it was those three things are like the biggest sixth grade show off probably that you can, that you can get. Yo-Yo, Rubik's Cube, and Fushigi, but. Or the like, do you guys remember the cup stacking stuff? Oh my gosh, Oh yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. I love that stuff. Those are so fun. It's so fun to do. Yes. Like when you just go. yeah <laughs> and like bring them down it's so fun yeah. we have uh my my pe teacher would do competitions with those is yeah i got oh, I second i got second uh, i won't speak on it again <laughs> <laughs> i have one of my buddies uh little brothers uh i have him on snapchat he's like 10 years old and all he posts are like competitive cup stacking he's so oh, into it he's so good that's yeah. funny. so i think we just tiger we're probably it's probably gonna hang up on us soon yeah, I think it is. I think we just hit. Uh, so, uh, well, before it cuts us off, thank you for coming on, Jalen. Yes, um, thank you. It was awesome having you. Thanks for making. I mean, I'm sure not a lot of time had to be made uh, in quarantine, but thank you for making that time for us to uh, interview you. Of course. Good luck with the rest of J Talk Live, and I'm proud to be the first team All American, first ever pick for that. So, yes, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jalen. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Jalen. I'm signing off. Have a good one.
Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, today we are going to talk to Jalen about her uh, high school career, her very storied high school career, going into her phenomenal college career that she led at Creighton, and finally what the plans are for Jalen in the future.